Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to the 49 Carrots Podcast, a 49ers goldmine production with Stephanie Sanchez. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the 49 Carrots Podcast. I'm your host, Steph. It's Thursday, July 27th, and I think we know why this day is so important. Mitch Wyshynowski passed his physical today. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> but no, gotta in all seriousness, in we got to believe in Mitch. That's but... money Mitch, man. That's, <laughs> yeah, money, that's Mitch. money Mitch. It's not Kittle, John. It's not Kittle. Although although that video did get me too. Like I liked it and I was like, oh, yeah, good. Like Kittle's we, out we there. Were I need sitting... that night. You, everybody that was sitting there was like, oh, that's Kittle. And I was like, that is Kittle, right? And I get that camera out and I zoom in. I was like, that's Kittle. The mullet's I, hanging out there, man. I thought the same thing. And I know after like Kittle commented, everyone was like, I can't believe anyone would think that's Kittle. And it got me. People yeah, say that. The same, they have the same physique. Like they, they look at the, the same. The hair? The hair was perfect. And they were doing one of the same drills. I, I promise you, I seen Kittle do that. High yes. kick leg drill. <laughs> My favorite thing is anything I have posted since, and I've posted way too much. The first or second response is, are you, are you sure? sure? <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? Which I love. I love. I love. Yeah, no. But in all seriousness, this is a huge day because we got to see Brock Purdy helmet on, throwing passes again. And so not only am I excited for that, but I'm also pumped to be discussing it with none other than John Chapman and Wayne Breezy. How are we doing today, fellas? It's a beautiful day. Beautiful day. I, and I'm doing great. Brock is back. Uh, yes, I don't know if this is a little too premature, but after watching him today, it's it, he, he looks good. He looks really yeah. good. So I'm happy that Brock is back. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. Like People have to realize this is the first time he has thrown a pass to any of his teammates. It's not like this dude's been out there like going through all the, you know, workouts and stuff like Trey Lance has and Sam Darnold has. No, 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 no. Like they asked Debo, like, hey, have you played catch at all with uh, Brock yet? He's like, no, haven't at all. And well, they, so didn't, this was... they didn't ask him, John. They kind of said that he did. And then he corrected them. Right. And said, I didn't, no, I didn't catch passes. <laughs> he wasn't there. So, but I can't believe, funny. I cannot believe he is back practicing. This is a wonderful day for anybody that's a 49ers fan. Yeah, absolutely. And and we'll talk about that really quickly. Just want to shout out the people who have shout out Phil. You know, he didn't have anything to say, but drop two dollars in the chat. Appreciate you. And then Phil's we the got, best, man. We got uh, Ismail here. Finally got a chance to catch one of these live again. Three of my favorite 49ers content creators at that. Thank you all for what you do. Salute. Appreciate it. With um, our powers cool, combined. <laughs> yeah, right? Or it's like we're building the Avengers here, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> we got something going. But going back to Brock, like it seemed that he was a little rusty, okay? I think that was kind of expected. I mean, you know, to the point of him not really getting that time to 
build that chemistry. Sure, he had that time last season, but it's different when you don't when you go full off season, not getting to throw to your guys, right? Or even in OTAs and minicamp and all that. So eleven on elevens, he was three of ten. At least that's what has been widely reported. One of those was due to a drop. He also had an interception. Some reported there were a number of sacks as well. And John, you were there at camp today to see Brock live in action. Uh, what were your takeaways in just how he looked? Well, the defense dominated everybody. So, like, you can go through each and every quarterback, and you're not going to be – it was a defensive day. They were barking. They were doing everything. Um, the interception was a really bad read. It, I, where I was sitting watching it, it was – Jimmy G PTSD just struck again. Oh, no. But it's his first day back. Like, I, I don't yeah. – I really did not put any stock into – what his stats or whatever were it's literally his first day practicing with his teammates and like i I came away very positive my number one concern with brock was zip like okay is he just gonna be you know soft (laughs) no no dude was slinging and that's way more important than any type of you know percentage completion whatever else don't give a damn defense is always up early and i walked away very very positive on brock today for sure for sure and you said that was your main concern was zip and and both me and wayne like just pointed like the spider-man meme we're like yes like that's (laughs) that is exactly what we were concerned with and i mean wayne you probably saw the same video clips that i did i mean what'd you think about the zip was there it was there the zip was there. I mean, you coming off of that injury, you're worrying about velocity. Is he still going yeah. to be able to get the ball in there? Uh, it didn't, I don't know if he worked on any touch passes. That's another day. But as long as that zip is there and, and the, accuracy, the accuracy will come again, right? The more he gets into a rhythm and back in playing quarterback, get into a rhythm with his guys and things like that, that's all going to come. Just got to give it a little bit of time. But mm-hmm. the zip was there. And as long as he's got that zip, that means he ain't worried about whipping it real good. Like, you know what I mean? He's going to whip it hard. So I, I'm excited. Hey. I said pause. There's this, this a pause. I was, I was, yeah, there's a pause there. But no, seriously, I just, it's there, man. He's got the zip. And that was my main concern because I was worried about his mental. Is he going to be scared to get that ball through? You need the zip for those tight windows, right? You want to make sure you be able to get the ball in the little smallest crevice of a crack. You can get it depending on how well defenses play. The good thing is he's going up against the number one defense in the NFL. So this is only going to whip him back into shape very quickly. So I'm glad the zip was there, John. Good point. And you know, you know, one more thing that's interesting to me, if you just look like this was Brock's first practice, it's only the second of the year. He got more reps today than he did the entire training camp. Entire training camp. Last last year. <laughs> entire yeah. training camp last, he may mention that. I thought that so, was funny. It's true. And I, and I'm just going to say, like, for all the people who are maybe concerned about, you know, Brock having some rust or looking quote unquote bad, I'm just going to remind people that he looked like the last pick in the draft that last year's training camp. He, I mean, he did. And what did he do when he got the opportunity to start? He looked great. So you can't always judge a quarterback based on how they look in training camp, much less when they aren't in pads and, you know, maybe much less when they're playing against the the best defense in the league in practice. Right. So just want people to keep that in mind. And again, it's Brock's first practice back throwing, um, you know, since the injury. So 
this is huge. And I, I expect only good things from here on out. Um, and it's great that, you know, Brock spoke with the media after practice and he said he's no longer feeling pain like after throwing. And I think that's also a, a pretty big development in his him progressing through this injury and, and you know, getting behind that. So yet another positive sign that everything's going well. And I think it's a great sign for the team as well. So he, he also said he could make all the throws and he was, he was uh, throwing some deep balls out there he too, was. right? Even some overthrows. I mean, I, at, at this point, just to prove that he can do it, I, I think I'm okay with the fact that he can overthrow someone. At least we know he can throw like 50 yards downfield, right? That was not an issue. He even started practice their warm up. You know, it was all, all four quarterbacks were out there. Brock was throwing the deepest, uh, you know, through one of the quality control coaches. I mean, it was 35, 35, 35, backed up 45, 45, backed up 50, 55. I mean, just, just, just chunking it, just casually, you know, just laying the ball out there. That was great to see. And, you know, I kept watching. Is he favoring his elbow? Is he grabbing it? Is he doing this stuff? You know, whatever else. Yeah. It was fine. It, it was no issues. And again, Back to the zip thing, he even had some of the passes to the flats where he kind of, you know, baseball short step turn. Mm -hmm. And so that was there too, which is going to put even more pressure on your actual elbow. So, like, there were, if you just cut and pasted all the throws that he did today, you could not decide if that was 2022 or 2023 Brock. And that's what, that's the positive. I understand that people want to like pick apart, like, oh, you know, he went three for whatever. Yeah. Flash in the pan. Whatever. Like, nah, man, that, that's not what this is. That's not what this is. Yeah. Um, and I mean, for me, one of the things also, we can continue talking about Brock, but I think Brock being back had other implications as well for some of the other quarterbacks that I do want to touch on as well, because I was curious to see how is this going to impact Trey Lance and Darnold and how they split those second team reps, right? Um, Brad, uh, the SF uh, Niners, uh, Brad Graham, he tweeted out that early in practice, it was Brock Purdy, who, by the way, got all of the first team reps today. That's also great news. Um, Trey Lance started um, with the second team reps but they ended up rotating second team reps between Lance and Darnold. Uh, And then Brandon Allen got the, all of the third team reps, but it sounded like Lance and Darnold, uh, you know, Grant said that it was 20 minutes between those split rep opportunities. So Lance would have to wait 20 minutes for, you know, Darnold to have his shot at those second team and then they'd switch. So Darnold would then be waiting 20 minutes and whatnot. So, I like, did you see that, John? And do you think like that impacted anything at all today? Um, you know, it was interesting. I think both quarterbacks are working on different things, and I think that they need to work on different things. For Trey, it's all about processing and quick development, which today he was on, man. He is releasing the ball faster. Cause like yeah. whenever they're just going through their like passing drills with their, you know, running backs and tight ends and whatever else they do, what's called just a mirrored route drill. It's a verified saints drill, whatever. There's lots of different terms for coaching staff, but like, okay, I'm throwing the out route this way. You're throwing the out route this way. We're snapping the ball at the same time and whatever else Trey Lance, you, you take 20 to 30 reps. He was the fastest release because usually it was pretty to the left, him to the right. Then they'd flip. Um, so I would argue that, yeah, they split second team reps, but Lance was first every single time again, which he was yesterday as well. Um, so if you want to look into that, that's cool. But 
Trey Lance is getting the ball out faster. He's getting fa- the ball out faster than Brock and Darnold, which I never would have expected. And I think that's a huge positive because what's his weakness? Uh, holds onto the ball too long, can't develop it. It's clear that the processing power's up. Even whenever it went to team, he was getting the ball out quick. Wasn't efficient. <laughs> Nobody was efficient today from a quarterback standpoint. But if Trey can get that quick pace delivery, the the talent's there. It's right. just the processing speed's just a little slow. So I mean, that's that's the main thing he lacked. I mean, even coming out of college, I mean, that's not the style of football that he played. He's a pro style quarterback. He lines up under the center. It's hike the ball, fake the handoff, play action pass, get the ball down the field. If he does, there was no shotgun. It, it was just different for him. So now he's starting to. After after working out with you know, Jeff Christensen, going through these little mechanic changes, little tweaks to his mechanics, he's looking like a professional quarterback that's progressing. Now he just needs the reps and the experience, uh, you know, to get it. But with Brock Purdy being here, I, I really just love this competition. I know people say there's no competition. No, 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 no. There's still competition. <laughs> like, I want people to understand that they're still competing. It doesn't matter if they're competing for one, two, or three. There's competition, period. And the whole purpose is for Kyle Shanahan to have to make that tough decision. And I want Trey Lance and Sam Darnold and whoever else is working at quarterback to make the decision tough for Kyle Shanahan to have to pick a starting quarterback. I know Brock Purdy. Purdy's QB1 right now in camp, but that can easily change, especially if these quarterbacks keep progressing. And from the stuff that I read today, sound like Sam Darnold had a damn good day. So let's let's talk about Sam Darnold a little bit because no one's giving this dude any credit. Well, we'll talk about Darnold, but I, real quickly, I, I just want to talk about Brandon Allen because, like, okay. at what point do we feel like Brandon Allen's reps are a waste and a disservice. Uh, is Kyle trying Lance to trade him? Is, is this a trade? I'm, that's what I'm kind of wondering. Like, you know, uh, look, we just saw Joe Burrow go down today, and granted, we don't know exactly the extent of that injury, but the point is injuries train. do happen this time of the year, right? They do. And you have, what, how many quarterbacks that you're just hoarding at this point and you can dangle in front of a team to see what you can get out of them? I think that's probably the end game. <laughs> Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers. For a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Jeff, how crazy would it be if Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch and that organization traded Brandon Allen back to Cincinnati after they picked him up in free agency and got something for it. That man, we are we we just one up them. He he was there the last three years. He was their number two. I, yeah. That would be the guy would want back. Chess, not checkers. Ooh, bingo. <laughs> I it's it's funny because I Brandon Allen goes in, and you know he's with the threes. It's different. It's just different. You could tell that there's a dramatic drop off, just an arm talent and everything from the top three to Brandon Allen. I don't think Kyle's going to move anybody unless they get a really good trade offer. And even then, I think he's going to wait. But, yeah, it's weird. I would really like those reps to go to Darnold or Lance personally. But Kyle always loves the back-end quarterback. It doesn't matter who it is, man. He loves the underdog. He he sees himself. I mean, Kyle Shanahan's out there throwing the ball for defensive turnover drill every day. Like, it's his dream, man. He sees himself as the four-string quarterback. It's just who it is. And – what, he's got a soft spot for it. We all got something. We all do. Really quickly, uh, I got to give a shout out to uh, Jack Jax. Knox. The best to do it. I'm enjoying camp. Thank you so much for the donation. We appreciate it. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so She's much. Incredible. That deserves a huge shout out. I need a wait, sound. Wait, 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 wait. I have that. I have you that. Have it. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Jax, let's go. You let's ever hang go. around Wayne, the horns, they're coming out, man. They're it's coming out. It is. On that DJ Khaled ish. Okay. You know what you. it is? We the best. <laughs> but okay. You want to talk about Sam Darnold, and, and I do too, because it seems like he might have been the only quarterback of the day that didn't really struggle that much and while the numbers didn't really indicate it I saw many reports from people who said that he looked like the better quarterback today he was decisive he had zip on his throws so John what did you see today out of Darnold that you know impressed you you know it, it was funny because I was I was like tweeting out in the middle of practice and I was like all right man Brock's Brock awesome Trey he's decisive getting the ball out quick I couldn't type anything on Darnold that was even remotely nice halfway through practice. He was lost. Uh, you could tell, like, the playbook's new to him still. Like, it was yeah. just not a good pre- – and that, this is through quarterback drills, seven-on-seven, seven, whatever else. Now, the last team drill where he got the majority two snaps, he was the, – the three biggest plays of the day all took place during that time period with Sam Darnold. So, if, if you're picking highlights from team drill – Sam Darnold's got one, two, and three today. But he was, he's got a ways to go with the playbook. I'm just, I'm just going to be honest. Like, I I don't think that he has grasped it completely yet. That's, but that doesn't discount. He had the three best offensive plays today, and they were all to three different wide receivers, which I like as well. Um, But I would not walk away from today saying Sam Darnold had like an amazing day. Was it the best of the quarterbacks? Yes. But I'm telling you, if you watched the first half of practice and left, you'd be like, man, Sam Darnold's not even close to Trey Lance or Brock Purdy. But then the team drill kind of saved him. So how you weigh those, uh, that's up to you. But judging from day one and day two, I think Trey has had the best camp thus far from the quarterbacks. Um, and then I'd put Darnold second. 
Brock's a whole different, you know, animal. Uh, just glad that he's there. And Brock should be quarterback one. I think Brock is quarterback one. I think he will continue to be that. But if you're just looking at who's played the best out of these quarterbacks, I'd say Trey Lance uh, collectively, then Sam Darnold is kind of how I would rank him through two days. I didn't see a lot of clips of, of Darnold's passes, so I'm hoping we get that um, the 49ers post you didn't their see little. Any, yeah, right? they well, yeah, right? so like, like as soon as the fourth period ends, which is all individual drills. They walk around. Me and Brad got yelled at today. They were going to throw me out. Like, you can't even tweet. You can't have yeah, your no, phone out. They, and so they're tough. Darnold shined during that time. <laughs> got you. All right. So when no one's allowed to look or yeah. film. I They tried taking away my notepad. I was like, I was like, I don't have. <laughs> you can't I, I even, like, you can't even take notes. I was notes? like, I just got my notes. And they're like, you can't take notes on the place. And I was like, I'm not. What? I'm not writing that's any you. place down. That's it, it was just I didn't like, do that before. Yeah, one lady was a little upset, but that's okay. She was nice. I tried to I tried to say thank you afterwards, but she wasn't having it. Wow. Interesting. There's Yet, a couple that were going after. We they went after Brad too. About saying. every other player from every other camp. You get yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, we do. Like other teams. We are airtight. <laughs> the Niners are airtight. Yeah. Now, Can't back look. when Chip Kelly was here, he wouldn't let anybody out there. So Oh, that's true. This is it's it's progress, I think. Yeah, it's progress. It's progress. Right? <laughs> Someone said 49ers sent out the feds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're airtight. They're airtight. Look at Vicky in the chat. Vicky she says she John was, was not, not nice. nice. Stop, Stop lying. lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vicky called her out quick. What's up, Vicky? Thank you for uh Vicky's the reason why I was there today. So she uh helped uh get get a brother in there. So thank you so much, Vicky. Nice, nice. Um, okay, yeah, so Darnold, unfortunately, we don't have, I guess, too much to go off of, but it's good that he had a, a good day. Like I've been saying, I want all these quarterbacks to do well. I think that's best-case scenario for this team. And I think Kyle, honestly, wants to have a very difficult decision at the end of all this, right? It, it seems like that might complicate things, but, I mean, I think they feel like that's a good situation to be in. So, you know, why? while it may confuse us a little bit as to why they would want to do this, I think it's just to try to see if they can get the best out of all these guys. Well, and- let me ask you guys this question. I'll start with Wayne. Like, is there anything in your opinion that Trey Lance or Sam Darnold could do to take away Brock's spot for week one? In your opinion, is there anything okay. through training camp and the preseason <clears throat> that either quarterback could do to become quarterback one? Um, I would say yes, um, mainly for Trey because he's already been starter before. So if he's showing this progress that he can be the starting quarterback, he's got he's grasped the playbook. He's he's making all the throws. He's doing all these different types of things where he's you're, he's checking all the goddamn boxes. If he's checking all the boxes, then the decision should be superiorly hard for Kyle Shanahan to make, even though you already destined Brock Purdy to be quarterback one. So Trey Lance has that opportunity. It's just a little harder. So he has to go out there and prove it. And and it doesn't look like Brock's going to have any setbacks. So that's more adversity on Trey for, to sit there. I say, I got to be on my A-plus game every single day. Keep If Trey Lance just keeps doing the things that he's doing, the coach is going to have to look at it and be like, I got I got to figure something out. Maybe he goes dual quarterback this year, something he said he would never do. We don't know, but I do feel like Trey Lance has that opportunity. As far as Sam Darnold, I think you hit the nail on the head earlier. There's no way he's learned the playbook. Anytime, anytime soon. 
Sam Darnold is that not emergency quarterback, but he's the guy that you feel comfortable with running specific types of plays if something happened to the two quarterbacks. And so that's why he's here. Um, on the other hand, like I, I kind of think that, you know, this is Brock Purdy's job and I, I feel like it should be right. That that's hard to argue, but also I just think it would be so tough. And even, I think it was John Lynch that said it, like it would be hard or I don't know what the exact word he said, but to do what Brock Purdy did in actual games compared to what Lance may do in practice, just the way those don't weigh the same, you know? So I think they shouldn't, they they shouldn't. shouldn't. Yeah. He did it in the Um, playoffs. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard to put anything above what Brock Purdy did in comparison to who's on, you know, Lance or Darnold right now so I don't I just don't see it happening I I, I don't want to say it's impossible nothing is impossible but I, 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 say I, I didn't unlikely. say it would happen I said there's a possibility it I I don't know I I'm not saying it would I do agree with you guys I do feel like Brock has earned the quarterback one spot and he's done nothing to lose it and the only way he wouldn't be QB1 is if he was injured but I still feel that Trey has an opportunity and so he has to go out there and make the best of it. I don't know what would make Kyle change his mind, but we all know Kyle does weird stuff. So it's a possibility <laughs> that it can happen. It might be a, a, a the wild card ball of confusion between him and John Lynch, but Kyle runs the team. So we'll see. But listen, if, if Trey keeps doing the good things or the Brock's just stays one. And if something was to happen, they're super confident in what Trey Lance can do. So I, I don't know. I think it's just a win-win situation, in my yes. opinion, for the yeah, San Francisco absolutely. 49ers. It's just win-win. It's just a win-win. This is a great issue. This yeah. is a great issue. You've got three quarterbacks, Kyle four. Kyle loves everybody. Um, like, this is great. Organically, it's going to work itself out. I don't I really hope we have one quarterback play the whole year. It hasn't happened but once in the past decade for the 49ers. So this is good. This is all very, very good. Yeah, it's great. Uh, really quickly, another shout out for Daryl uh, for the donation. So glad to see you all. Thanks for all you do. And then Thank we you, got Darryl. one from Vicky as well. Ah. I need to find me a man who loves me the way Wayne Breezy loves Trey Lance. <laughs> Listen, good luck. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, sis. Good luck, though. Like, good luck. No, I mean, look, it, it, it's just I just feel like Trey Lance, when he's given the opportunity, whenever his opportunity knocks again, I just feel like he's well, he's more prepared. I, I, before he before he was handed the keys last year, I didn't think he was as prepared. I felt like they were going to work. He was going to be a work in progress. Uh, and he still could be a work in progress in the NFL because he hasn't played much. I just feel like, though, from his perspective and from the things we've watched him do mm-hmm. over this past offseason, he's been doing all the things he needs to do to be prepared. And the only thing that he needs other than that is the is the live reps, the, the real game action, those types of things. So if he continues to do things to wow or whoa, the, the organization, there's a possibility that you see Trey Lance, especially if we start taking a decline with our quarterback one. It's just yeah. things can happen. 
just that's all anything, I'm saying. Anything is possible, right? But just really quickly, like on Lance, so like, yes, we're talking about the fact that he has an opportunity in front of him. And, you know, I think he does. Um, but I also want to just talk about just some of the things that his teammates have said about him. And you can think what you want about what teammates say about other teammates because they're always going to have something good to say. Um, but to me, it's what they said that I guess, you know, is notable. They They pointed out, Lance's confidence and his comfort and to me those were things that when I saw Trey Lance play in the past those things were not there and like for me that was always the thing that made me hesitant about Trey Lance being the starter because I wasn't comfortable watching him play because he it didn't look like he was comfortable (laughs) like yes he might have a good play here and there and he did have a couple but he it just didn't look like he had that command of the offense. And when I watched Brock Purdy play, that's something that was so evident, you know, and, and I watched Brock Purdy and I, I felt comfortable. I was at ease. Um, even watching Jimmy play made me nervous, you know, uh, to an yeah. extent. Yeah. Happy so, feet. so with Lance, like the fact that he's, you know, growing his confidence and his comfort level, I feel like that's a great takeaway. We've talked about all, all the other positive takeaways about the quarterbacks. Um, but for me, Lance, like that, that's a big one for me. And one thing that Rohan mentioned today is that Lance didn't try to push the ball downfield much after he threw uh, an interceptable pass. And that one ended up being dropped. Um, did you notice picked. that? Yeah, it, it should have been, been picked. picked. Yeah. Yeah. So do do you feel like his confidence maybe took a dip today? And no. if so, no. Okay. No, I don't think so. I I didn't see that at all. Like he was he was firing quick. Um, like it, and it was there were a lot of good positive reps. Ball still a little high uh, from the accuracy standpoint. That's just going to be there. Um, and so like it, that that's what is. What's up? I love all that. The chat's firing right now. Yeah, but like is. you know, back to. Kind of what we're talking about, quarterbacks. Like, okay, what is each quarterback's strength? That's Dude, important. That's but important. also, what's their weakness? And that's so, important. if you can mitigate and bring those together, you talked about confidence. It's all moxie with Brock, right? His very first touchdown pass to Kyle Yuschek against Miami. Like, I've I remember it vividly. He hits Kyle in the flats. He turns around and points up and starts celebrating before he even scored the touchdown. Like, what kind of undrafted rookie does that in his first game ever? Like, he didn't even wait for him to score. He's already bragging and whatever. Like, Moxie is his thing. That's not who Trey is. Trey is humble. He came out right after he throws an interception. He goes to the press conference. I made a bad read. I threw it here. Accountability. Accountability. Humbleness. All those things. But you got to get a little bit of. You know, Woody Harrelson in 21, you know, white man can't jump. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I that's do. what I want. <laughs> that And so I want – when's that going to come? He looks more confident, but I want – man, I want cocky. That's what I want. Yeah. I, am, I, am I by myself here? No. I mean, I, I, I think that in order for the team or some of his teammates and for Kyle to have that trust in him – he needs to show some of that, mm-hmm. you know. So and that's I think what until I'm the pass come on, that, yeah, that's that's what I'm waiting on. Like uh, he, Trey's checking boxes. Brock's Brock's out there. I Brock is great. Like this is just I'm not worried about Brock at all. I don't think anybody is. I just want the others to have that option. I want the 
diversified portfolio at quarterback where, man, when we get one or two guys down, we're going to be okay. And I don't think we're there yet, especially with Darnold. I don't think he's there yet. And Trey, he's checking boxes, but we haven't seen where he's been deficient. And that's when the pads come on and the processing, all those things. But I'm I'm very happy with what I've seen through 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 two days so far. Wayne, you were going to say something? I I don't know. I, I, I just, said I, something that pissed him off. I just I feel like that's a tad <laughs> bit unfair for to to if that's not his personality, then that's not his personality. So like if if he's not that guy, that's going to be. We've seen him be fired up, so he can get fired up. But Trey also needs. I wish I could curse. He also needs the opportunity to do the, to do the damn thing, right? Like he he needs to be out there, and if he's not getting that opportunity. You're not going to see that. You just said that Brock Purdy did that. You didn't see none of that shit from Brock Purdy until he threw that pass. And then all of a sudden he started feeling himself because he was that dude. Well, Trey Lance hasn't really had the opportunity to, to give you that moxie. And we don't know what his moxie is. So I'm sure after he scores a touchdown, we saw Trey Lance do what he did. But he also knew he wasn't going to be the starting quarterback his rookie year. He knew it was still Jimmy's team. And the moment he got his chance, he got injured. So I I, I don't know. I, I just think that's a tad bit unfair to sit there and say you don't know if Trey Lance has that. He First, first you complained about Jimmy Garoppolo not being accountable. Then you get a quarterback that's accountable. Like, which one do you want? Like, do you want the fire? I want all of it. Then, I then want you, it all. But, 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 <laughs> I, but then you gotta, you gotta give him time. We never gonna. We don't know if we'll get Trey Lance to get to that point if he ain't playing any any games. I'm sure he could be fired up on the sideline. But come on, man, you, you on the sideline? You ain't playing football. He could be that fired up. You know what I'm saying? Somewhat, somewhat. It reminds me of Brandon Ayuk because okay. Brandon Ayuk went from being in the doghouse and look at him now. You know what I mean? Damn now, well, now but that, but, but, but like, to be fair. To Again, come on, you got that didn't happen until Fred Warner and Brendan Ayuk really got yeah. into it. Wasn't the doghouse that that gave him that mentality? The doghouse made that mother freaker started playing the right way. Like stop being when Brandon Ayuk came into the league, he was that dude coming out of college, right? Like he was that guy. He was number one wide receiver, like from from Arizona State. He he it was all about him. And when he came into the league on this, who said it? Was it I, I can't remember who said it, but they said it's a you know to play in this offense you know what i'm saying and i think they were asking about like danny gray but he talked about brennan you guys it was debo was it debo that said to to play in this offense you know you got to be able to do a lot of other things other than just be that wide receiver and i think that's why he ended up in the doghouse but he didn't get fired up until him and fred somebody threw a punch and after that brennan Ayuk's evander holyfield I, Could I, I you just, imagine trying to so, punch Fred Warner? That is just crazy to me. I felt like he took it on the chin and kept it moving and 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 just. But that's that's I, I mean, and don't get it twisted, y'all. I want that too. Like I I want every player to bring as much energy as I bring when I'm at the game or when I'm watching the game or when I'm doing content. I want that energy from every player. I agree with you. That moxie makes a difference because it gets people fired up. But you got to give them an opportunity to do it. I think all I heard was I need to disagree with you more often, Wayne, to get you <laughs> out of your shell. He I just, think that's what it is. Not, if this was, listen, See? if this was the John and Wayne show, Steph, it would have been a bunch of these. Feel free, had you, feel free to use them. I'm just saying. No, we would have had YouTube Steph. flags no. flying in our, our, our emails. 
right. Well, I think uh, we we spoke about the the quarterback position for quite a bit. I saw someone asking about the the running backs. Thank you. And I do want to talk about that too because they seem to be doing pretty well so far, and it looks like it's a great running back room from top to bottom this year, and that's something to be very excited about. Yesterday we heard about TDP. Today, I saw good things about Elijah Mitchell, also Kalen Laburn. So, Laburn, baby. Let's go. That's my dark horse. Listen, John. Is it Laburn? Have I been saying it wrong? We've been saying it wrong, and it's okay. It's not Laburn. And that's it's labor. I trust said, anybody like, else on pronunciation over myself. So I, I it was it's, so, so here's here's where I want to start with. I want to start with not today's practice. I want to start with yesterday's practice. I want to start with the fumble from Jordan Mason. Mason. Yeah, it's yeah. Mason. So that was that. I want to start with that. Do you feel like that can be John? You were there. Do you feel like that's in? We've never seen him fumble before. He didn't really have fumble issues coming out of college. Was it just a it good was hit? A, it was no, it was it was like on a the mesh point was weird oh, between I think it was okay. Trey Lance and okay. it was weird because I was watching it, I was like, whoa, what happened? What like because it was a it was a jumbled mess. I was looking through the D line and offensive line, the the angle I was looking at, and I was like, man, what the hell happened? And so then afterwards, I saw oh, there was a fumble, whatever, but I I couldn't say what that was or what it wasn't. The ball was on the ground. I couldn't see from my vantage point what happened there. There was a drop pass yesterday from several different people. I did think that he had a good catch today, um, sticking with Mason. Um, LeBorn's popping, though. His speed is evident. You, I told you. You see it. Here's, um, why, here's why I love him, though. Uh, when I first put out a piece about him, I put his wrong 40 time because that's what I researched and found. They and went, he had gotcha. zero problems correcting it. He's like, I'm more like a four, four, <laughs> four, 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 five guy. I think that's what he said. I'm more like a four, four guy. I'm like, my bad. <laughs> that ain't what the internet said. But I, right. but nah, he's he's been cool ever since. So th- that's the kid that I feel like has an opportunity. Uh, Ronald Awad as well. Like the Niners just get running backs, and they have been churning the wheel at that position, and they know when to let them go. They know when to bring new ones in. Like John, who's standing out? Other than uh, Jordan Mason, uh, who's the guy that's standing out? Like, like I heard, it's hard. That's one of the worst positions to evaluate in training camp, no and pads, it's an even right? harder yeah. thing with no pads because you can't tackle them. And so, D line, you have to go behind them. So you get yelled at by Kyle Shanahan, the head coach, who decides if you have a job if you cut in front of them. What you have to do to play defense. And so you have to kind of go against your nature and go behind them and let them keep running, whatever. It's difficult. So it's hard. Uh, I think the vision of LeBorn has been an issue. Um, he hesitates a little bit too much. But once he decides, it's like, okay, that belongs. But vision's a problem in his game. You go watch his tape, and it's like, okay, he's running into his own blockers two or three times a drive, but still scoring touchdowns. He ping pong ball. If, if he can get that down, that's huge. But the number one thing for me in all running backs, can you catch the damn ball? We know what CMC can do. Yeah. Everybody's a powerhouse back there behind behind CMC. Who can catch the ball in the freaking open field? That's a good point. That's the thing. Yesterday, TDP had a great catch on a rail route from Trey Lance, one of the biggest plays of the day. Today, uh, Jordan Mason had a nice catch out in the flats from Darnold that I really liked. Like, that's what I'm trying to – who's going to – bring some type of receiving upside because none of them are true receiving backs. That's that's one of the things I'm like, 
Somebody got to step up here. When, when the pads come on too, like I'm, I would like to see who can step up and pass pro because we know also like that's a big thing for coaches. Maybe not us fans, right? That's not the, <laughs> that's not the that's not the sexy uh, thing to be good at, but it's huge. It's huge in games, and that's that's how you get on the 53 that's how you get active on game days if you have that ability so yeah i mean john what you said is true but also i think pass protection is is another thing for especially some of these younger guys and i mean jordan mason clearly improved in that as he went on too because he did get some some of that time on the field late in the season some of that was because of elijah mitchell but still so i let's see if uh Layburn can can do the same and, and AWOD and all that. Uh, but this is such a great group of guys. And I think it's going to be a really tough decision uh, when it comes to roster cut time. And who knows? I mean, you said, Wayne, they know when to get rid of guys and when to train them. It's so crazy. Just saying there's going to be someone who's good and who, who we have maybe liked on this team. One of these running backs probably going to end up getting traded. Don't kill the messenger. I'm just yep. that's just my thought. But that that's real great stuff. And and let's talk about the well, offensive Shanahan, line. Shanahan running backs are everywhere around the league. They're everywhere. I mean, and why? And why? One, because all the all the Shanahan disciples are you know spread out now. That's but true. also because they got talent. Like they they show well in in San Francisco, and it's a great place to to be a running back. Well, no, I think I, I think the main reason is or to go along with the things that you guys just said is the simple fact that in the 49ers system, it's a lot. That means you have to be smart as hold on to to understand what's going on. So they're probably not even going to be utilized the same way in any other system unless they go to one of the disciples. But if they go to any of those other teams they'll probably be utilized a little bit different and, and have opportunities or whatever. But when you get a Kyle Shanahan piece, man, teams are salivating at cut day for for these 49ers if that don't make the 53-man. I mean, salivating. They're ready to bring them in, even for a workout, just to work their mind and get some things. And that's why a lot of stuff, training camp is vanilla. <laughs> like, a lot of stuff isn't really what we're going to be doing until we get down to the nitty-gritty of things. So I'm excited at that position by nature because that's just who i am I, I was a running back all my life and i i can't wait to see what bobby turner and anthony lynn comes up like what's the game plan for this year because what john said was super important because without that wrinkle to the uh to the add that element to our offense we're kind of st stagnant right right we need the pass catching ability what happened when christian mccaffrey came everything open Floodgates yeah. open. It even it even let the run game open up. Remember when they would put Elijah Mitchell in? He was getting like nine yards a carry because Christian McCaffrey just changed the flow of the offense and how defenses had to play. So I'm excited at that position. And I think whoever they choose, Steph, I'm I know I feel the trade coming and I don't even want to put it in the air, but whoever they choose, I I we gonna rock with it. I think we're gonna be happy. Because, you know, you mentioned the fact that everyone's kind of waiting to see who the 49ers cut. 
but you don't want to give anyone away for free. So you might as well just try to see if you could get something. And I think that's what will give me, you know, some, some solace, but uh, we got a, a couple of uh, super chats, 90, 90, niner Cali boy said, that's my dog. Kyle said, Trey isn't a running QB, but doesn't call the same plays he calls for Jimmy G and Brock Purdy. I think Trey lack of development is a coaching flaw. Well, this is interesting, right? Um, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I agree with like the first part, but I don't know if it's a coaching flaw or if it's Trey Lance. I just felt like Kyle Shanahan was trying to develop Trey differently than he did the other guys. And I think it's because of Trey's abilities. The fact that he can run, I just felt like that's what Kyle Shanahan was setting up, utilizing his strengths. And 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 setting up for that play action pass and trying to keep these defenses to play honest like eleven on eleven football and it just backfired because Trey got tackled by a big three hundred and fifty seven pound dude. He's not that heavy, but you know what I'm Which saying. Which they had like hundred and twenty five rush yards and two drives that right. Seattle game. Yeah. Like right. they were moving the ball at will. They were moving right. it at will. So it, it was just I guess you'd call it a freak injury. It wasn't supposed to happen, but at the end of the day, I mean, if Trey Lance cuts a different way and gets to the outside, I mean, <laughs> it's like a 30-yard game, but instead he followed his blocker. So it's just weird to say that it's a coaching flaw. I just think he wasn't where he needed to be, and I think they were willing to take their time to allow Trey Lance to develop last year by the way they built the team to surround him. I think my my take on that is like, yeah, I don't think it's really a coaching flaw, but I do think that Kyle wasn't as comfortable calling plays for Lance as the other quarterbacks. And his for finger was reason, broken. You know? His yeah. finger was broke. Uh, he yeah. couldn't throw the ball. And at that time, we didn't really know that information. But and again, I I go back to this and I see the the comment here from Chaz uh, just about how they reached on Trey. We still don't know, and that could be a flaw. Like I'm fine, critic criticism's okay, but like we don't know. There is not enough bad tape on Trey to say he's not great. There's not enough good tape to say he is great. We just don't know. That that's that's what it comes down to. Pretty simple. I want to Brian. Brian Carter said, uh, Chapman, Steph, and Breezy, let's go. Training camp. Brian's People a man, are liking dude. this, uh, you know, this, 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 this trio. trio here. I'm I mean, feeling well, awesome about well, this. Well, can we give credit to Steph for setting it yes. up? Because I don't think, I, I, like, when I saw my messages, I'm like, hell yeah. Like, it was just an easy <laughs> yes. Like, you know, so Steph, we we appreciate you for for wanting to rock out. You know what I mean? This this is something we can I build. Mean, I, knew, I knew the vibes were going to be immaculate. But. So. Let's talk about offensive line really quick, because that's the one thing that I think, like, if you asked anybody going into training camp, that would be, like, one position, or at least Colton McKivitz. Like, Colton McKivitz is one person on this team that we're all kind of, like, wondering about. And I ain't I wondering. Like Y'all keep wondering. Stop wondering about McKivitz. He <laughs> held his own. Matter of fact. No, no, I'm with you. Trent Williams <laughs> shut the shit down today. He said what he said, and I believe everything he said. McKivitz is going to be fine. Leroy yeah. Watson is going to be fine. You just think, and Spencer Burford are going to be an All Pro. Oh, I just, I just yeah. feel like stop worrying about the line, please. But last year, Banks, 
Burford, Brindle. Same thing, man. It was the same thing. Just copy and paste the criticism. If Shanahan and Forrester believe in these guys, at some point you got to give them enough credit. At some point you got to. Until they're wrong, when have they been wrong on this? They went three for three last year. At least I think they did. I just, I just not as worried as everybody else. I know he's the question mark, Steph. So you're right. He, he, he is the question mark because he's never started. But when he was asked to play, he did pretty damn. Ask good. Aaron Donald about Colton McKivitz. That's what I'm saying. That's the only person you need to ask. I could care and, about anybody else. Yeah. yeah look, I don't. Look, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. But I, I, I guess I expected more like tweets about him like i haven't seen any reports i know i get what you're saying anything how he's doing nothing you can take away i my first year coaching was o-line my first year i was an o-line coach and half the drills i'm like look there's no pads like what's the first thing that an o-lineman does when they strike you grab the press plate of the shoulder pads which is non-existent you can't do it right now. Your Damn target your strikes, pads. all that stuff's not there. You can't use your shoulder pads. Like, it's just a mess. And so right now, you're just working footwork. You're working assignments. You're working, okay, these are our combos on this alignment, this alignment, this alignment. And it's just, you just got to wait. Monday, the pads come on. And I, okay, I'll be honest. I have not watched offensive alignment one lick. Not at wow. all. Because it's just not time. But Monday... I, I don't give a damn about quarterbacks. I don't care about wide receivers and corners. It is O-line, D-line time, baby. And so Monday, that is the time right now. It's just, I don't know. It's it's like the combine almost yeah, out there. skill like, positions. It's all about the skill positions. So what you're saying is I have to be patient. I think I we know, all do. do There's that. no positive or negative you can really take away from it. There really isn't. I'm yeah, not, no, that's a great point. And I'm not saying McKivitz in practice won't get beat on a rep. Like it's, it's not what I'm saying. I just, I just, especially when Bosa comes back. I, I, I mean, I, listen, I'm not saying he won't get beat. All I'm saying is, I feel like he's gonna fare well once the regular season starts. He's he's played on on this level. Like you know, he's not a new guy to the team. He's not a new guy to the system. He's been in the system. When he when his number was called, he performed well. Is he a better run blocker than Mike McGlinchey? No. But but he's a better pass protector, and so we'll right. see. And everybody wants the pass protection to be better. So if you got a better pass protector out there, why are we worried? I, I feel like we'll run the ball just as successful as we've been doing uh, the past several years. So patience for all of us, a little patience. But I just I just feel like the line is gonna fare well. It's not how it was last year where they had a rookie starting. You had mm-hmm. Jake Brenda with it in his first year starting ever in his life. And then and then Aaron Banks first year starting ever in his life. It's not it's not the same this year. They're a little bit more cohesive in my opinion. Oh yeah. And I, what's I, crazy I, is McKivitz has been on the team longer than <laughs> right, Banks, Banks and Burford. Right. And Brindle. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not worried about them. I think they're going to be fine and I think the fact that it's just one new starter on the line as opposed to last season when they had the three new starters and they turned out to be just fine. So, mm-hmm. I think with that group most of them being the same and, you know, McKivitz already having experience on this team for several years now, I think that's going to help with the cohesion. Um I just got to wait for my offensive line updates. 
but you know, the, what, I do have one for you, Steph. I got one. Oh yeah, John Valenciano, who's so important. He was practicing at left guard today. I thought that was crazy. So like, I, I was a right guy. I know uh, that's what he's played in the past. I mean, he's played center, he's played right guard, all those things. But you know, I saw in the comments, I missed Brunskill. I forgot who put it up there, but I'm with you. Brunskill was the glue and kind of the safety net of the old line. But you know, Brunskill was swapping out series with Spencer Burford. Uh, uh, uh. That that's does not seem to be the case whatsoever. And the fact that you got Valenciano behind Banks and you had Jason Poe working with the twos, great. yeah, at the right guard spot. I, I thought that was interesting. Uh, I was I was shocked whenever I saw it. To be honest with you, Coach Cruz here is asking: Does Jalen Moore make the squad? Um, look, like I I would say he's on the bubble, but yesterday when Trent Williams wasn't in team drills, Jalen Moore got that opportunity. Six, you see him out there all the time. I don't know. I feel like, and I gonna... have not seen Matt Pryor go over to the left side gonna... yet. See, I was going to say it's going to come down to those two guys. Prior and uh and more. One of those two guys are gonna be the swing tackle. I think Pryor's a lock. I think Pryor's a lock. Oh, really? Okay. We'll see. Like this we'll the contract we'll says starting, starting Monday. Monday. Starting, starting Monday. Monday. We're gonna see. Monday. I jumped ahead. Thank you. Thank you. I gotta, I gotta slow down. That's slow down. <laughs> but look, you know, you know what we are seeing a lot of updates on is this defense. It's the it's the best damn and, defense. And league. newsflash, like we're we're gonna be getting it all camp. Like every single year, this this happens, right? And this is with Nick Bosa not even out there yet. And Steve Wilkes spoke with the media after practice and said he's never been around a group this talented. I believe it. Um, one of the tweets from Brad earlier said, no pads, but DL looked solid today. Austin Bryant continues to flash along with Drake Jackson and Javon Hargrave. Javon Kinlaw is also showing a seemingly faster get-off. Wow. Like, Austin Bryant was a shock to me. Uh, he was working in with the second team guy. the whole time. And so, like, what That's happens nice. when when practice starts, they break up into defensive alignment. And so they send the ones to this side, and they send the twos and the threes over there. Austin Bryant was going back and forth. He was one of the only players that was started with the twos, went over to the ones. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and then, you know, if we're just sticking with D-line, two things that I really, really like. Kerry Hyder's back at DN, where he belongs. Thank Last you. year, after all the injuries, they moved him inside. And he just kind of took one on the chin, not where he's supposed to play. He's back outside almost exclusive. I've not seen him take one snap inside. Same with, you know, Alex Barrett, who's the back end of the roster guy. He did the same thing last year. He's not a defensive tackle, played out of position because of all the injuries last year. So I love the fact that Wilkes is saying, nope, get your ass outside where you belong. Sorry, oh, I cussed, my bad. Um, but get him where you belong. That is great. It's a little late there, Wayne. My bad. My bad. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I got to give the sign. Yeah. This is, you usually, you usually don't curse, so I didn't I didn't know. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared. Sorry. I'm sorry, families. <laughs> but look, are, are we are we buying the Ken Law hype another year in a row? Like, are I, we? Can are we I just, it? I don't, I don't, I don't know if we should buy the hype, but I think we need to have a little bit more faith. And I really, I really feel with Kinlaw's situation, they came out and said that this is the healthiest that he's been since, you know, period, right? And so because now he might have his health down packed, he's been at the facility like for the past several, I feel like the past two years trying to get right. But 
he if he's more of a rotational piece, my faith just is going more through the roof. Why? Because he's not going to be utilized heavily. He'll be a rotational yeah. piece. And that right there is going to allow him to stay fresh, stay healthy, right? And and get and do the things that he does. He's a freaking run stuffing monster. Somebody tweeted responded to one of my tweets today when I talked about the defensive line and they called him like a monster. And I was just like, wow. So you got Eric Armstead, the giant, you got Ken law, the monster of the beast. And then you got Hargrave. Like it was just a dope ass analogy. And I, I just feel like Ken law, if you don't want to buy the hype, that's okay. I know you want to see it. It's his contract season. He's playing on his, his uh, fifth year. No, not his fifth year. He's playing on his last year. I'm sorry. He didn't get the mm-hmm. fifth-year option. And it's it's put up or shut up for him. And I think this is the best opportunity. Signing uh, Javon Hargrave – sorry, sorry, signing Javon Hargrave might be the best thing for this guy. It's managed expectations. I mean, that was the problem. He came in, the DeForest Buckner trade. He wouldn't DeForest Buckner. But can he be a good third defensive tackle? Hell, yeah, he can. That's awesome. It's just figure, and there's there's a role for that in the NFL. Now, did he live up to being a top 15 pick? He has not, and that's okay. But if you look at the defensive tackle class of that draft class, nobody was. There's Derek Brown, and then there's nobody else. And Derek Brown was gone before he drafted. Has Ken Law lived up to it? No. But if he could just be that role player and grow from that, that would be awesome. Um, and so, yeah, is he all-world Pro Bowl? No. But now he just gets to do what he's supposed to do and then grow from there. And that's okay. That's all this defense needs. That's all yeah. that it needs. Yeah. I mean, I think as a rotational guy, that that may be the perfect spot for him, right? And yeah, that isn't exactly what they envisioned when they drafted him when they did. Um, and the role that, you know, because it was DeForest Buckner replacement, right? And he didn't live up to that. But, you know. Like you said, maybe he can be a solid um, rotational guy on this team. So, you know, I'm not getting too excited, overly excited, but as someone said in the chat, like anything he gives you is a bonus at this point. Yep. So I guess I'm, there's reason for some optimism, I think. Um, we're getting some questions about some of the rookies. I mean, someone said uh, – someone gave Question us a time, super baby. chat. They were excited uh, for Tig and Huff out there oh. together. Dude, I I saw that Jair Brown was getting some work at nickel, like not during team or anything else. It was so again, the starter practice is defensive alignment where they literally take yeah. their helmets off and they just sit and they they bring out all the kind of different formations and just test things. And so they sent Tig to the second team and they had him shadowing Quantrez Knight, who's the number two nickel currently. And so the formation comes out, and literally Quantrez Knight just grabs Tig and says, "Hey man, you go over here. This is the call. This is what you're looking." So it was it was an introductory alignment period. Look at the uh, young what did buck I do? teaching the young buck, man. Yeah, right? I, and, and Knight was all about I it. I love it. Shout out to Quantrez Knight too. Like he put out a tweet uh, and he and he responded to my my tweet, and he's he's just a great guy. Yeah. He belongs. He's a fan favorite. That fan favorite with the kids. Back to back days. He loves the kids. Yeah. I mean, he is. He's a good dude. But to like, I was not expecting you know the rookie to be getting nickel work. He got no work right. in there with the corners. But just during the alignment period, it was an introductory. This is where you're going to line up, and that is, that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. To I, me. The, the options that these players are going to give 
is going to be something that the NFL, I just feel like, isn't going to be ready for. You got to pay and attention. And first one out back-to-back days, by the way. And you got to pay attention out. to the like why they draft the players they draft. Like, pay yeah. attention. Trust me. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be something special. It's going to be that's something. that's a Steve special. Wilkes pick. That's a Steve. That, that, that was his guy. That, that, they that's gave what him, we got to remember, too. He's I. He's going to get the opportunity sooner than later, I think. I do, I don't know, and somebody out there, they can tell us because we, we're not researching right now. I remember Steve Wilkes um, coaching one of the greatest safeties of all time, Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor. And I'm not comparing Jair Brown to Sean Taylor. They're two different monsters, right? They're, they're two different mindsets at the position. But the fact that you just said that that was a Steve Wilkes pick, that lets us know that there's something special and take something special and he's gonna and pull it out. Wilkes got nothing of his. He talked like he didn't get any of his assistants. He didn't bring over any coaches. <laughs> you come coach our way with our guys. His one guy he got right there. Yeah, him and Isaiah Oliver. Those two, those were like in Miles Hartsfield, you could throw in there, but that's a back end roster type guy. Uh, well said, Wayne. Well said. Thank you. Yeah, so I, I think he is going to start, you know, maybe chipping away at some of Deshaun Gibson's snaps sooner than later. But Gibson did have an interception today. Um, Not if he keep picking so, that pass yeah, he's, off. He's no slouch either. So I, I think this is a unique situation. But I, I think we're also going to see a lot of times where we see three safeties on the field, right? And to the point of, you know, Jair Brown potentially, you know, getting some snaps at nickel, right? It's like called the big nickel, nickel package. Just do you remember Seattle? I know you wouldn't want to talk about Legion of Boom. I know we hate them, right? But do you remember that package with Cam Chancellor? That's the yeah. big nickel. Yeah. It's gonna Yeah, and <clears throat> yep. he could do it. He could do it. And this is a great situation because yeah, they already they have Oliver and he's also, you know, to what Steve Wilkes said the they thought he's the best nickel in the league so you have that and you have the flexibility to move Jair Brown in there too so things are gonna get crazy things get a little crazy and we're gonna see a lot of different you know movement and a lot of different formations guys getting moved around that's what I'm excited for yesterday we saw that you know Wilkes dialed up two different blitzes I believe one was for Isaiah Oliver the other one was for Hufunga uh, John, was were there any blitzes today? I, yeah, I there know. were, and it was with the threes, which I thought was like, dude, that's wrong because uh, <laughs> I was like, that is just not cool. There was a blitzer just come straight off the edge. It was it was the Sam backer. I don't, it was Jalen Graham. It was Jalen Graham straight off the edge against Brandon Allen, and like it would have been lights out. It would have been lights out. It would have been. It was just bad. As soon as he snapped the ball, he opened up this way, and Jalen Graham just came full speed, unblocked off the edge, and I was just like, oh, my God, that would have been not nice. So, yeah, there's <laughs> aggressiveness is coming, man, and defense is 100% setting the tone so far through camp, which is normal for the okay. defense. The defense yeah. always has the advantage to start things out, and when the pads come on, it's going to be more so, and then the scale starts to slowly – tip back to the offense and so that it's just the way camps always go any level pop warner it doesn't matter this is this is exactly how it was last training camp too and the team ended up being fine um you know the one the one thing that i keep saying is i just hope they don't start slow this season that's it but that's Which, not, maybe yes. that maybe has something to do with camp i don't know 
and I'll say this. I, I see Uncle Salty. I see you in there saying no Seahawks talk. I've been waiting for somebody to bring this up because I want to talk about the Seahawks. They're having as bad a start to they've got six starters on the pup. On the pup. Their rookie that they drafted is given the Michael Crabtree holdout rookie. He's the only rookie not signed. Like you start winning your division, and we want to talk like you know, start fast, all that. Seahawks started really fast last year, and I know it's camp, but whatever. The Niners, so far, things are going as well as possibly could be with the Brock Purdy news and all that stuff. You look at the quote-unquote division rival in the Seahawks, could not have a worse start to camp. Could not. Things are not going well over there, and that makes me happy. So there, Uncle Salty. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry about that. Don't be so salty. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, look, I I think we've covered just about anything. No, we got to close. We got to close this show with the kicker, baby. (laughs) Because John is going to get smacked in the mother face because he, 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 John, you still mad? I know. And I know this is training camp, but he's kicking. Well, John is still pissed that we used the third round pick. On this That's kid. never going to change, man. I understand, but John, you have to understand that the 49ers were pretty much stocked and they had the luxury of drafting what they needed. And they needed I took kicker kick. notes for you today, Wayne. I hope you understand that. I got I got I'm a so, whole I'll, section. Then I'll take my slap back. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, Jake Moody was also. He didn't kick yesterday, which was really weird and they said, "Oh, we're going to alternate days with kickers, but Zane Gonzalez kicked today is something I don't know what that was." But every kicker made every single kick today. Um, you know, I got 32 yarder, good for Moody, 37, 37, 43, 52, and he hit them all. 52. Um, yeah, 52. So that that's which is hard because they will out the field goal post and it's like on the 20 yard line. So yeah. like the calculations for where they're kicking is like, all right, hold on. Nah, nah, nah. But yeah, um, he was great. And I'll say this, the 40 yard kick that he made is 43 yards could have been 42 to spend, depending on where they put the ball down. It would have been 60 plus man. I mean, the ball is not getting anywhere close to the uprights. The legs there. It's there. It's I there. Just, I'm going to put out the caveat that I know he hasn't done it on the pro level, but I just want to remind people of being a, a blue, go blue. This, this dude has kicked at the big house, which holds twice as many fans as Levi, and it's the, the weather conditions are t- 10 times worse. And he's Dead kicked. taxes and Jake Moody, baby. There it is. So just just be patient. The kid is already doing well in camp. That's the only thing we need to you need to know. Uh, I guarantee I you he'll come up to do that. As long as as, as long that. as our boy Tabor Pepper is getting them getting them snaps back, we Gucci. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> I no this this is great news. I I keep saying it that for that pick because it left a really bad taste in all of our mouths for that pick to. I don't know, feel a little better. It needs to be validated. Mm-hmm. I wish over I was more over normal again. like you guys. I, I, something's wrong with me, Steph. So, I was the only one cheering. Like You're a Michigan guy, but, but you, Steph, you were saying you wanted to kick her the whole time, and I was like, no, man. But You every, also said trade up for Michigan safety, and I was like, no, Michigan fan was man. like over the moon about that pick. They didn't <sighs> care that it was a... Uh, I'm sorry. I, you guys are normal. I'm abnormal. I get it. It's just... It made sense to get him. He was the best. I don't care anybody. He's the best kicker in the draft, and he's going to score the most points for the 49ers uh, if, if he gets the opportunity. Interesting. The kickers usually lead teams in points. 
Yeah. Well, that we hit our quota for for kicker talk. <laughs> all right, all right. There we go. Um, but look, we're we're a little over an hour. Uh, I've had a blast talking uh, 49ers with you guys today. We, we might have to do this a little more often because the chat was popping as well. Everyone enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Um, make sure you guys like this video. Make sure you guys subscribe to my channel, 49 Carrots. John, drop your channel real quick. Yeah, just type in John Chapman. Uh, I'm trying to get it changed to Rosy Cheek 49ers. We'll see if that happens. Uh, but yeah, that that'll work. Just type in John Chapman wherever. Uh, what glad is wrong to have with you if you're you? not there anyway. I'm tired, man. It's been a long, great day, and okay. I'm famished. I'm okay. drinking Pedialyte, and I'm starving, <laughs> Wayne. Dude, that Pedialyte works on ages one to six. That's the way it goes, man. You need to add something to that Pedialyte. <laughs> Great show, Steph. Thank you so much Wayne. for having us on. Best. Wayne, drop your yes. YouTube. Hey, man, just the Wayne Breezy. It's the Wayne Breezy. The one and only, baby. That's all you need, man. It'll pop right up. Uh, but make sure if you're watching on my channel, make sure you subscribe to Steph's channel as well as John's. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. This was a great show. I got yeah, to laugh. I got to I got to I got to curse. I just got to have fun. It's so good when I don't have to ask any topics, questions, and things. Like I'm the that. only one that cussed in the show. That's a new that's a first. That's a I, first. I, I, I censored myself out. Yeah, you did yeah. well. You did well. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm progressing like Trey Lance. Uh, Had to throw that in there. Had to throw that in there. I'm sorry. All right, guys. Well, appreciate you guys coming on. All you um, enjoy the rest of your Thursday night. But for now, peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.